Welcome to your Journey to Joy podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski, and I'm on a mission to help you find joy in the chaos of life. As a retired nurse, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and mom of four adult children, I know what it's like to feel the overwhelm of it all and wonder if and when the joy will show up again. And I've learned it's up to us to go find that joy. On this show, you will hear inspiring stories from those who have overcome all kinds of life challenges, tips on how to stay healthy and vibrant during the ups and downs of life, and simple ways on finding joy in your own life. Let's face it, life is messy, yet when we travel together on this journey, support and encourage each other along the way, that joy starts to show up again. I'm so excited to lead you on this journey of you to find the joyful life that you deserve. Well, welcome to another episode of this podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski, and I'm doing, this is the second part of a three-part series that I'm doing about entrepreneurship. Uh, I have been in the entrepreneur space, uh, in the wellness space as a wellness advocate for the last 23 years. And if you haven't listened to the first episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, I talked a little bit about my entrepreneurial journey, but there were really three distinct things that I feel are very important for anybody that's on a starting their own business, on an entrepreneurial journey, wanting to have some success. Three different things that Three tips that I share that I think are really important to keep in mind and to do and to learn and things like that. So this is the second part of it. Um, the first one about was about maximizing your network. So again, I encourage you to go back and listen to that in part of, you know, during part of this uh, series. Uh, I'll be sharing again, this is number two, and then I'll be sharing the third tip as well. But you know, the entrepreneur journey, um, it was interesting this week, I was listening to a podcast by Ed Milet. I don't know if you know Ed Milet, but I love his podcast. Um, great individual podcast that he does. And he interviews some pretty fascinating people. And um, but one of them that I listened to this week was a solo episode by him. And he talked about the lonely road of success. And I feel like it's important to mention this before I go into the second tip that I share that um you know, when you are on your own, having your own business, uh, starting your own business, starting some side gig, um, starting something new, it's not always something that is a road that everybody's on, you know, and that's what he talked about is that it really is a lonely road. He mentioned the Robert Frost poem, The Road Less Traveled. And he talks about how it says towards the end of the poem that two roads diverged in the woods and I took the road less traveled. And for him, it made all the difference. And I feel like that's very, very true. That, um, again, the road to success, the road on entrepreneurship is certainly one that is traveled, but it's there's lots of ups and downs. And many of us look for a job. You know, they're looking for a we're looking for a job, a job description, something to follow along with. And entrepreneurship isn't isn't always like that. It's something that sometimes you're kind of making it up as you go along. It is a it can be a lonely road and um but it's a one that can lead to great success and one that I have really loved. Yes, there have been ups and downs for sure. Um but I've loved it because it's led me to this place of freedom and flexibility 
that I absolutely love. I didn't know that I would love it so much, but it was kind of um, interesting this week. Uh, again, if you listen to my podcast, you know that one of my newest hobbies is ballroom dance. And um, I have a lesson scheduled, two lessons a week, uh, 3.45 p.m. here. And um, so I went in for my lesson during the week on one of those uh, one of those days. I think it was Tuesday. And my partner who uh, and my instructor, Norbert, he always asked me, hey, how you doing? How was your day? And um, I said, it was good. I said, yeah, it was busy, but it was good. And he said, what'd you do? And so I just went through and I told him, you know, I'd gotten up. I go to work out with my girlfriend who's teaching me about strength training. And um, I said, then I came home. I made some calls, took a shower, then um, uh, actually went for a walk with my uh, girlfriend and my daughter and our new dog. Then I went to lunch with somebody that I met in networking and a potential new client, came home, did a little bit more work, and then came to dance. And he said, sounds like a really good day. He said, sounds like it's it's a lot of freedom there. I go, exactly. That's what I love about what I do, having my own business, is that I have the freedom and flexibility to do what I want to do and set my goals and um, network and all of those things. And um, it really just, it's, it's nice to hear that verification again of uh, when I explain what I do to others and they can, they can hear the freedom, they can hear the flexibility in that. So I mentioned goals. So that was the second, that's the second tip for things that I think are really essential uh, for an entrepreneur um, to keep in mind. And so I talk about setting goals here. And for goals, goals for me means action. You know, we can write down our goals, but as a result, it's about what we want to achieve. And we've got to get busy once we set those goals, right? So it's good to set the goals, but we've got to, again, get going and get into action in order to accomplish those goals. But I also have learned along the way that a really cool, important thing to to think about when we're setting goals and looking at that goal that we have, then think about who do I need to be in order to accomplish those goals? And once I've accomplished that goal, what's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? What am I going to feel like? What's my environment going to look like? And um, when I uh, hired an executive coach some years ago, she hosted an event that, and I can't really, I can't remember the name of it, but it was really cool. It was at her home. Um, And she said that when we were to arrive, it was a dinner, but we were going to have a bit of a social time for about an hour and a half before we sat down for dinner. And she said, when you were were to arrive, she said, you need to act like the person that you would be five years from now, you know, and speaking that way and showing up that way, accomplishing the goals that you had set that you want to accomplish. And we're going to all talk together and socialize like in a cocktail hour, if you will, Um, And we're going to talk like we're that person that we are five years down the road. And it was a powerful event, really, really powerful event. And, you know, as I asked people, because many of the people that were at this dinner, I knew them. They were in the coaching circle. So I had been, I knew that what they were up to. I knew some of their goals. And it was really neat when I asked them, like, hey, so what's going on? What's been happening? And they told me, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's a really awesome thing that you're doing now, <laughs> whatever. But it was, and for me, even when people were asking me, like, what are you doing now? And, and how are things been going? And it was so powerful. I felt so empowered, so motivated when I actually spoke truth about what I 
was, you know, had accomplished. But it's that thinking that this is what I want to do. You know, when we oftentimes when I'm interviewing people, if you will, for them uh, to see if this is something that they want to do by being a wellness advocate and starting their own e-commerce wellness business, I'll often say, you know, what do you see yourself doing in five years from now, 10 years from now, if they're in some current position, or if they aren't, um, or if they're working on something like, you know, do you see yourself doing this in five years? And if you don't, what do you see yourself doing in five years? And it's a powerful exercise um, that we did in this, um, really, the success dinner kind of mastermind that we had. And I encourage you to think about that when you're setting goals, and then think about, like, for instance, like, if you're trying to get a little bit more healthy um, and create some healthier habits. Like a healthy person gets out of bed in the morning and they make time for working out and they make time to eat properly and to make some healthy choices there. And maybe they set their workout clothes out before they go to bed and they have their lemon water in the morning. Those are things that healthy people do. And so we want to think about that like, hey, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go work out. I'm going to have my lemon water because that's who I want to become. And that's what a healthy person looks like a month down the road or something, you know, a couple of months down the road or a couple of days down the road. Or a successful entrepreneur, they write down the to-do list. They sit down on Sunday night and think about their week. Um, what I like to do is review my past week and then make a, a list of, okay, who do I need to follow up with? Who haven't I followed up with? I don't have enough appointments that I think I should have for this next week. So I'm working on those. So I'm going to look at my week and I'm going to set that. I'm going to make sure that I reach out and set those appointments so that I can see people. Um, I'm going to create pockets of time to focus on my work. I'm going to sometimes have to do recordings on a podcast on the weekends, which is what I'm doing, challenging themselves. So We want to be specific about those goals of what you want to accomplish, write them down. Often when I've, like I've talked about quite a bit of journaling that I do, and often I'll do goal setting when I'm in imagining when I journal in the morning. I meditate about what it would be, what it would look like, what it would feel like. Even when I think about the dream home that I have in my mind that my husband and I would love to own someday, a beautiful home on water, like what does it look like? And I go through a meditation and I think about that and I envision that. And again, who would I be? What would I be wearing? Who would I be inviting to this home? I know that the people that I'm inviting to the home are my my family, but also there's going to be weekends and weeks that I'm going to be having retreats, women's retreats. Perhaps there are women that are on my team. Perhaps there are women that, um, you know, are looking to go on a journey of joy for themselves and discover themselves again. And so I think about that as I set those goals, but I'm also envisioning and imagining that um, as I'm setting those goals. So those are, again, just some things to think about with goal setting. And I want to tell you about a gal that's on my team named Harper. Now, I met her as a young gal um, at a local health fair that I was doing um, and participating in with having a, you know, a, a table at one of those health fairs. You've probably been to th- to those before. She had come up to the table with her husband. She was newly married. Uh, They were looking at having some goals of having a family, looking, and they were looking for some natural products that her and her husband could use for themselves so that they could be healthy. And they loved what Shackley had to offer. The environmental position that they had, the science blended with nature, they loved the natural products. And so 
they started using the products and they had some goals, some dreams. I think they were more kind of dreams and thoughts about what they wanted their married life to look like and when they had children and uh, being able to stay at home. And she thought that it would be a kind of a cool idea if these products, if she liked them, that she could tell other people about them and she could perhaps earn some money. And so she did join my team, but I have to say she had, she kind of had that, like, I wonder, will this maybe work? She had a lot of limited thinking, not the growth mindset so much, just some limited thinking. And if you know the Enneagram, um, she's an Enneagram one. She likes to do things her way and she's kind of a black and white person. Um, And it's kind of this way or it's, you know, or it's not. And so I mentored her for quite for quite some time. Um, and I encouraged her to set goals. I encouraged her to expand her thinking. But she was pretty resistant to it because, again, she had her thoughts of how things should go with her life and what she was doing with the business and how she was doing reach outs, how she was connecting with people, how she was looking to help others. You know, she said that she didn't have, when I asked her to kind of expand her thinking of how she could help others that she was meeting in the different circles, like I mentioned in the previous episode about the networks, think about the people that she knew from her church, people that she knew from the health club. And she said, I don't know. I don't really have a really close relationship. I don't know if I have their phone number. You know, just very kind of looking kind of poking holes in a lot of things that I that I recommended for her and she just wasn't comfortable with some of the that thinking that was outside of her norm again black and white thinking but and yet I kept encouraging her I kept mentoring her I kept inviting her to different events that I had and we had different regional events where other people would speak about their success in their business and one day Some six years later, we worked together for quite some time, and she's still on my team. Some six years later, she decided to start setting some goals. You know, we were attending one of those local leadership meetings, um, one of our regional meetings, and she started to listen, as she told me, listen with more openness to what these other successful people were saying about goal setting. And after that meeting, she went home and she created a dream board and she cut out pictures and she wrote things about what her and her husband wanted to create, what the dreams that they had and how they had goals for their future um, and for their family and really what their dream life looked like. And it was pretty exciting what happened after that, because after working with her for six years of mentoring her, she had, she had reached the first level of business success in our organization. And, you know, that was fine, but some, you know, that's, that's what she reached in six, in six years. And after she started setting some goals and setting her dream plan and dream board and all those kind of things, it took her six more years and she shot to the top rank in our company, outranking me. She still has outranked me. And she's also mentored others um, to, to the top. She's mentored so many other people on her team because, and even two, she's created two masters who are, the again, the top rank in our business and our company, um, all because she set some goals, but then she used that, that experience that she had to encourage other people that she was mentoring to set their goals. And we always say in our business, and we help somebody else accomplish their goals, 
then we, our goals come right along with that too. And she learned that from my mentoring. She has gone on to mentor so many people and really focusing on goals. And, you know, many times at the beginning of the year, that's when we set our goals and we set our resolutions and things like that. And whenever you're listening to this episode, I encourage you to think about your goals. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. That's the only time that you think about what you want to accomplish and set those goals. It can be any time. So whenever you're listening to this, I encourage you to think like, what are my goals? What are my goals for the rest of this month? What are my goals for the next quarter? What are the goals that I have for this year? And if you don't have them, Spend some time thinking about them. Again, what would it be? What would you like to accomplish? And what is it, what's it going to look like for you when you're accomplishing those goals? Not just, okay, I'm going to make another $1,000 a month or I'm going to be able to, you know, perhaps maybe it is. I'm going to be able to buy a new car. But now you have a new car. So what can you do with that? What can you do with that $1,000? What's it going to feel like? What's it going to look like? What will that unlock? I mean, I, I, I remember when I started my business some, you know, 20 years ago, it was never about the money. Uh, my husband has done very well with his business and I was able to be at home and fit this business in little by little. So it's never about the, the money and the need for it. I really wanted to help people. I really wanted to help them learn what I was learning and the off chance that it might help them, you know, live healthier lives. But as the time has gone on and I have unlocked uh, the ability to make more money and I have earned more money, I've realized that the more money I make, the more possibilities that I have, the more things that we can work towards. So the more people that I can help accomplish their goals, they can help me accomplish my goals Um, they don't help me, but you know what I mean? Um, I'm helping them accomplish their goals, but part of my goals is to increase my income because again, the more money that I do earn, then the more choices that I have, the more flexibility, the more freedom. And I want you to think about that too. Those goals, having those goals, it's okay to have it to be money goals, monetary goals, but it's not just, Hey, I want to earn this, but what can you do? When you earn this, what opportunities? There was a gal uh, that was on our team. She had a hard time trying to get to that next, you know, she was encouraged to get to that next rank and to help more people and grow her business and scale her business. She had a really difficult time with that because she felt like it was selfish thinking about the money. And you know what she finally realized? She said that very thing. The more money that I make, the more that I can give away. Because she was she was about charities and helping other people who were less fortunate than her. And that's what she did. She continued to rank up and earn more money and have a greater impact so that she could then give more money away and help more people in need. So I encourage you to think about the goals and setting goals, but really something to look at and go for and focus on. And again, who you want to become as you accomplish those goals. And I'm here to say the goals are great. But there's an awful lot of work that's done on that path to getting those goals and who you are, who you become when you accomplish, you know, accomplish those goals. So that's it for me for the second tip of um, a successful entrepreneur. Tune in for the next one uh, that we have uh, will be all about personal development. And I can't wait to share about that. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to the first. We'll be coming back here with the third tip of a successful entrepreneur. And if you're sitting there thinking, 
I don't know, I got some goals and I've got some dreams and I really want to see what I can do with that. You know, reach out to me. I'd love to have a chat with you because I'm telling you, if I can do it, anybody can do it. This is a, again, interesting road of entrepreneurship. It is a road that's bumpy, but some of the best things that you can do is to reach out to somebody that's been there before and talk to them and have them be a mentor to you so that they can help to guide you on your path because perhaps then your road will be a little less bumpy uh, when you have somebody to guide you. So again, reach out to me, Green Gorski on Instagram, moiragorski at comcast.net. You can find me there. I would love to hear from you if you want to have a chat about this or if you know somebody that's really looking to set some powerful goals and wants to have a great impact in the world. I'd love to chat with them. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Hey there, ready to live a more joyful life? Considering connecting with someone who can help you? If so, I'd like to be that person. I offer a free consultation where we determine where the chaos is in your life and how you can learn to bring more joy each and every day. Visit my website, moiragorski.com, or simply email me, moira at moiragorski.com, with more joy in the subject line. I look forward to connecting, and I'm here to say, there will always be some chaos, which requires a little juggling, but you can find joy and live your life intentionally filled with that joy. Let me help you on your journey to joy. And that's joy, the journey of you.